0: This is Vartok, and I am your host today for the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast, episode number 485 on April 27, 2014. Gosh, I haven't done a complete podcast since January 2013. Well, let me take a seat here in the commander's chair and start pushing all of these buttons. Oops, not that one. Podcasting is fun, isn't it? For today's segment, I'm going to talk about the music of American composer, producer, conductor, and performer Brian Tyler. Does that name strike a bell? Well, it might. I did a Children of Dune music moment last December featuring a Brian Tyler track. And that convinced me that I needed to give Brian a broader coverage. And here we are. That opening track is the Marvel's Studio Fanfare. Does that foreshadow a connection? Stay tuned and find out. Brian has scored over 60 films, and yet he's only about 41 or 42 years old today, an age when most composers are just starting to get recognition. He is known for his scores to motion pictures such as Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Eagle Eye, The Expendables franchise, several of the Fast and Furious franchise film, Final Destination 5, Rambo, Battle Los Angeles, and video games such as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. He often conducts the London Philharmonic Orchestra, and in 2013, Brian won Composer of the Year at the Q Awards and has been nominated for a 2014 BAFTA Award. In 2010, Tyler was inducted into the music branch of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. His next film is Marvel's Avengers, Age of Ultron. What can we say? Brian is on the A-list of composers. But I have jumped too far ahead. Let's back up to the beginning and bring you to the present. Brian Tyler was born in 1972 in Los Angeles and raised in Orange County, California. His grandfather was Academy Award-winning art director Walter H. Tyler. One of his first major music influences was his pianist grandmother. In a 2009 IM Entertainment magazine interview, Brian notes, When I was about four years old, my parents bought a Ludwig drum set for my older sister, but I was always beat on them. Really, my dad would put on old Motown records, and I would just sit on the drums and play along. Then, when I was about five years old, I started playing the piano since we had one in the house. That's how I got started on the path to being a musician. And eventually, I would start writing my own music. But my grandfather was a production designer and art director for major films. So he was able to show me what it was like to edit and do storyboards and all of these different things that go into the process of making a movie. At the same time, I was becoming a tiny composer in my own way. It really made sense that I would be able to combine these two loves for film and music into one career. Now, growing up, Brian taught himself to play at least 30 different types of musical instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, bass, cello, world percussion, and more. He received a bachelor's degree from UCLA and a master's from Harvard University. Why Harvard instead of, say, the Berklee College of Music in Boston? Brian relates, I applied to Harvard and I thought, well, if I get in, I'll go. So I just went because Harvard's like a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Fortunately, I had the grades at UCLA to get accepted. But at the end of it all... I decided to take a little time to pursue a career in music. And Harvard was kind of my hedge against that gamble. Because I really didn't know. I figured if it did all fall apart and my dream crumbled, at least I could say, hey, I went to Harvard. Tyler began scoring features shortly after graduating from Harvard. He began his career in 1997, where he composed his first film score for the independent film Bartender. Gabe Torres. The head of music at 20th Century Fox, Robert Kraft, who was impressed by Tyler's music, encouraged Tyler to pursue a career in film scoring since he had been scoring for TV. The following year, he and composer Red Elvises, yeah, interesting name for a composer, Red Elvis's, co-composed the film score for six-string Samurai. He continued with film with names like The Settlement, The Fourth Floor simon says shadow hours and panic now the earliest piece of music i have composed by brian is from the two thousand crime film four dogs playing poker here is the track insomnia In 2001, Ryan composed the score for the comedy Plan B, starring Diane Keaton as a bookkeeper who thinks she has killed three mobsters and then is promoted by her boss to become a hitman. I'm going to play the Plan B track, Sneakers, since it shows more of Tyler's range, since this is one of the few jazz soundtracks that I came across. Actually, I kind of picture Captain Picard on the holodeck playing that Detective Dixon Hill. In the episode The Big Goodbye. Let's listen. 2001, Tyler had his breakthrough with the score for the crime thriller film, Frailty, directed and starring Bill Paxton, along with Matthew McConaughey, about a man who confesses to an FBI agent his religious fanatic father's vision, which leads to a series of murders to destroy his supposed demon. Not bad to get your breakthrough only four years out of school. Here is the main title track from Frailty which really provides the appropriate creepy background music. years later came the made-for-TV adventure fantasy miniseries Children of Dune. The twins of Paul Muad'Dib Atreides become embroiled in the political landscape of Arrakis, aka Dune. I really like this sci-fi classic, which is rated a 7.7 out of 10 at the IMDb. The music by Tyler truly really added to that series, and in my opinion is some of his most melodic. Here is the end title track. In 2012 interview, Brian told us about what it means to be a film composer, and how it is different for him to compose a song versus, say, composing for a film.
1: I'm Brian Tyler. Uh, we're here at my studio in Los Angeles, and I'm a film composer. A film composer is someone that takes the film before anything's on it. Uh, there's just the dialogue and the sound, and does all the background music and uh, all that kind of either orchestral or rock music that you hear going throughout the film um, underneath the action, underneath the dialogue. Um, and it pretty much starts from the first frame of the movie where you see the opening credits all the way to the end when it says that uh, no animals were harmed during the filming of the movie. and. You know, it's, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of music that is supposed to affect emotion. It's supposed to affect your mood as you watch the film. Scoring films and writing songs are similar, but uh, they, they serve different masters. Uh, when, you, when you write a song, you know, I can go in and I just kind of whatever comes into my head. I think of a hook or a chorus or, you know, some cool riff and, you know, I'll start writing that way. And um, maybe it's lyrically driven, you know, I think of a lyric and then, oh wait, I can I can write this lick on the guitar, and it all starts shaping kind of organically from itself. Film music, on the other hand, completely serves the, what's on the screen. And its object isn't really to be heard necessarily or or noticed, but it's to enhance the scene that you're watching in the movie and kind of create an emotional connection with the film. So. So, what I, I don't start writing out of the blue, you know, whereas a song I'll start writing any old way. For a film score, I'll actually need to watch the film with no music in it. And, you know, you'll just see the dialogue happening, and, and then all of a sudden it kind of, something starts happening in my, <laughs> my mind, and that's when I start writing the themes, write, start writing the melodies, and it starts just kind of falling into place that way.
0: Brian has composed the music to two episodes of Star Trek, in this case for Star Trek Enterprise, for the episodes Regeneration and Canamar. In the 2003 season two episode Canamar, Archer and Tripp are accused of smuggling and sent to the penal colony named Kanamar. While Enterprise manages to negotiate their release, a mutiny breaks out on the prison ship. Let's listen to the track titled... Kuroda Wheat. 2003, Brian was asked to compose the film soundtrack for the sci-fi action-adventure film Timeline, directed by Richard Donner of Superman fame. Based upon a Michael Crichton novel, a group of archaeological students become trapped in the past when they go to retrieve their professor in 14th century France. Of interest here is that the composer Jerry Goldsmith was originally contracted to do Timeline and did as his last work while in declining health. However, a post-production complication resulted in Jerry's work being rejected. So this is a rare case where I have two scores for the same movie, one used in the film composed by Tyler and one that was only released after Jerry's death in 2004. For comparison, let me play for you the track Ambushed by Jerry Goldsmith. (laughs) Now, let me play Brian's main title track for Timeline. Which composer will you like best? Seven films later, in 2005, Brian composed a score for the supernatural action thriller Constantine, starring Keanu Reeves, Rachel Weisz, Shia LaBeouf, and Tilda Swanson, based upon the Vertigo Comics Hellblazer comic book. Next, he composed for the Disney biographical sports film The Greatest Game Ever Played, about the early life of golf champion Francis met directed by Bill Paxton, starring Shia LaBeouf as Francis. This is another of my favorite Tyler scores, since it's more melodic than much of his later action films. Skilled in playing the drums, I have a suspicion that Brian really likes to feature drums in many of his films, almost to the point of distraction for me sometimes. You might agree when I play some of the tracks coming up. Here is the namesake track called The Greatest Game Ever Played. After scoring for the films Annapolis and Bug, Brian Tyler composed his first Fast and Furious franchise film in 2006 called The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. In all, Brian has now scored films three, four, and five of the six Fast and Furious film scores, and the seventh film, currently known as just Fast and Furious 7, will premiere in 2015 Was a score by Brian Tyler. You might remember that Paul Walker died on November 30th, 2013 in a fatal car accident, which has delayed the film. Paul's brothers Caleb and Cody Walker will be filling in for their brother to finish the film. Here is the hard rock track Mustang Nismo, which will possibly get your body rockin'. Between 2005 to 2006 it is my impression that Brian has now made the a-list for Hollywood composers you will recognize the names of his films as big box office films and more and more of his films will gravitate toward big action adventure films from an interview Brian was asked do you sometimes attend the movies you compose just so you can watch people's reactions to your work he responded Oh yeah, I do on every movie I compose. Also, we do test screenings, so we get to see the audience's reactions. It's so cool. I actually saw Law Abiding Citizen many times. They gave questionnaires to the test audience at the screening before the movie hits the theaters. And we got a 94 rating, which is extremely high for an R-rated drama thriller. Because it's controversial and you're going to alienate some people, so we were really happy about it. I also do a bathroom check. I go to the restroom to see if people are humming the melody of a scene from the movie. And there's always somebody doing it subconsciously, and it's so cool. Brian's next film in 2007 was the drama romance Partition, followed by the film War, the American action film reuniting Jet Lee as former CIA assassin Rogue and Jason Statham as FBI agent John Crawford. Next up is one of my favorite fun sci-fi movies, Aliens vs. Predators Requiem. Why? Because I've always liked both the Aliens and Predator film franchises. And finally, these two badass alien races duke it out in a test for superiority. The film doesn't have a great rating, but it is guilty fun. Here is the namesake track. The year 2008 started out with the action film Rambo, the fourth of the Rambo franchise, with Sylvester Stallone reprising his famous role as the Cold War Vietnam War veteran John Rambo, and filmed 20 years after Rambo III. Stallone wanted Tyler to incorporate Jerry Goldsmith's original themes into the movie. He did not rely on Goldsmith's actual theme although he used it enough to tie his film to the others musically and also based his own theme and orchestrations on the style of the original to maintain the musical's theories. Here is the end title track. Also in 2008, Tyler composed for the film Bangkok Dangerous, followed by Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye was produced by some of our favorite producers, including Steven Spielberg, Alex Kurtzman, Roberto Orsi, and Pat Crowley, and starring Shia LaBeouf, Michelle Manahan, and Billy Bob Thornton. Jerry Shaw, played by Shia, is a Stanford University dropout living in Chicago. He learns his identical twin brother, Ethan, a first lieutenant in the U.S. Air Force, has been killed. Following the funeral, Jerry is surprised to find $750,000 in his bank account. Later, he finds his apartment filled with weapons, ammonium nitrate, classified DOD documents, and forged passports. He receives a phone call from a woman who warns that the FBI is about to arrest him and he needs to run. And here is Tyler's soulful track titled, Loss of a Twin. next film projects included the drama thriller The Lazarus Project in 2008 and psychological thriller The Killing Room in 2009. Next up was the 2009 score for Dragon Ball Evolution directed by James Wong and about a young warrior son Goku who sets out on a quest racing against time and a vengeful King Piccolo to collect a set of seven magical orbs that will grant their owner unlimited power tyler is known for pounding on doors to get jobs and for this one he called director wong stating that they could make the film very very epic here's some of the stirring track called the final battle Tyler's next film was his second installment to the Fast and Furious franchise with the 2009 film with the name Fast and Furious. Here is the fast-paced namesake track featuring lots of percussion and guitar. 2009, Tyler composed the scores for the films Middleman, The Final Destination, and Law Abiding Citizen. His next film introduced him to the Expendables franchise, with the first film of the same name. The film was directed by Sylvester Stallone and stars a who's who's of former action stars, including Sly, Jason Statham, Jet Lee, Randy Couture, Dolph Lundgren, Steve Austin, Terry Cruz. And Mickey Rourke. A group of elite mercenaries are tasked to overthrow a Latin American dictator who turns out just to be a puppet for a ruthless ex CIA officer. Recall that Tyler had worked before with Stallone on Rambo. And as is the case in Hollywood, directors and composers tend to hook up over time. Let's face it, the words Academy Award and The Expendables will never be in the same sentence. Starting in twenty ten, the remake of a TV series Hawaii five O was reprised as Hawaii five zero. Did you notice that? The original theme music composed by Morton Stevens was reorchestrated by Tyler, and he has composed twenty six episodes so far between twenty ten through twenty fourteen. If you are a fan, celebrate since a fifth season has just been announced in March. next blockbuster movie was the 2011 sci-fi war film Battle Los Angeles, also known as Battle LA. In this film, a squadron of US Marines become the last line of defense against alien global invasion. The movie was not that well received and Roger Ebert noted, there is a lazy editing style in action movies these days that assumes nothing needs make sense visually. In a mess like this, the frame is filled with flashes and explosions and shots so brief that nothing makes sense. Oh, well, let me see if you like Brian's military drum heavy track titled Abandoning Los Angeles. Brian's next film score was for his next Fast and Furious film, titled Fast Five, or Fast and Furious Five, Rio Heist. In this installment, Universal Studios deliberately departed from the street racing theme as prevalent in the earlier films to a heist action series involving cars, and hoped to appeal to a wider audience. Some say this is the best film of the franchise, Tyler's score won a BMI Film Music Award. Here is the wonderful track, Christo Redentor. Next up for Tyler was the film Final Destination 5, followed by his first two video game scores, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Need for Speed The Run, both in 2011. Throughout his career, Tyler has scored for television shows and documentary shorts. In 2011, he scored all 12 episodes of the sci-fi series Terra Nova about the Shannon family who travel 85 million years into the past to an Earth of a parallel universe. It starred Jason O'Mara as Jim Shannon as a former Chicago police narcotics officer and Steve Lang as Commander Nathaniel Taylor, Nova's first colonist and head of state. I really liked this series produced by Steven Spielberg, Brannon Braga, Rene Echevarria, and others, but alas, Fox declined to pick up a second season. Here's the beautiful, inspirational theme song that started each episode. After Terra Nova came the 2012 films John Dies at the End, Columbus Circle, Break, and then The Expendables 2. The ensemble are back. However, they rounded up even more former action heroes with the addition of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Bruce Willis, and Chuck Norris. Here is a portion of the thundering track suitably titled The Expendables Return. Man's next efforts included the 2012 video game Far Cry 3, the 2013 film Standing Up, and 48 episodes of the Transformers Prime computer animated TV series. Then he composed the video game Army of Two The Devil's Cartel. Then Iron Man 3 arrived. Now, when it comes to blockbuster action films, they don't get much bigger than Iron Man films. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, And Gwyneth as Pepper Potts are back to protect the world from the formidable terrorist Mandarin. The film grossed over 1.2 billion worldwide and is currently the fifth highest growing film of all time. When you add it up, Brian Tyler has been a very fortunate composer, with the total of his films grossing over $6.3 billion. Not bad. Now here is the spunky track, Can You Dig It? which I picked because of its similarity to the Hawaii Five-O sound, and a happy-go-lucky melody it is. Here is Can You Dig It? a really good mood-raising track. Only a few more tracks to go. If you're still listening, thanks for hanging in there. Up for Brian after Iron Man 3 was the score to the 2013 film Now You See Me and the video game Assassin's Creed 4: Black Flag. Here is the track Freedom Cry, which brings an old-world sound using lots of stringed instruments. Brian's association with the Marvel Comics world continued, and in 2013, just last year, we saw the film Thor, The Dark World, hit the big screen. Recall that I opened this guest podcast with the Marvel Studio Fanfare. Patrick Doyle had the honor of composing for the first Thor movie in 2011. Brian noted that for The Dark World, he used all-out regal themes that could be as epic as I could make them. He described The Dark World as science fiction-meeting classic medieval war, leading to a score that drew from works of both genres such as Star Wars and The Lord of the Rings. I have to admit that this film contains many of my favorite Tyler tracks, including this choir-accompanied epic track titled Battle of Bonaheim. Well, there you have it, a sampling of some of Brian Tyler's work between 2000 and 2013. This year, Brian will be represented by the films Into the Storm, about a group of high school students as they document the events and aftermath of a Category 6 tornado, and the action-adventure comedy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Brian Tyler is very well represented on iTunes, if you want to pick up some of the soundtracks that I covered today. Many tracks can be purchased individually versus buying the entire score. Next week's podcast on May 4th is forecasted to be the Star Trek Enterprise episode, Here Sharra, with Rico. Thanks, Rico, for letting me share another Treks and Sci-Fi podcast. Until next week, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm going to close out with the main title, House Atreides track from Children of Dune.